All right, so welcome to the Truth Hoops podcast. Today's episode, obviously myself and Shane, as always, um, we dive into some fun stuff. We dive into some of the best moves, most underrated moves for scoring. Everything from the shimmy rip triple threat to a jab across what moves work best for, well, just anyone. What are the best moves? And then yep. from there, we talk a little bit about, you know, if you're a beginner athlete, how can you, you know, improve your vertical a little bit? What can you do with some things, some mistakes we made in the past? And then lastly, the cherry on top, we dive into a video game slash high school reminiscing. We'll just call it the good old days portion. Yep. I'm going to give it a title here because maybe this might be a segment we go back to. Everything from playing music extremely loud with your subwoofers in a car all the way to your favorite Halo map. So feel free to tune in. Well, obviously you're tuning in, you're listening to it. We'll hang around, check it out, and we will look forward to putting on a good show for you guys. Shane, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Excited for this one. Shane, what is the most effective scoring move? Oh. Just straight into it. No, yes, no hesitation. No hesitation pull-up jumper right there. I think I had a conversation with another coach about this, and I'll give credit to him. He said, your best move is no move at all. When you can just go straight line jab and keep things simple. He said, that's the best move, that's which boring. that's a lame it answer. Is, give yeah, me a better yeah. answer. Yeah. You know what? I, I think when we had talked about youth players being a little bit confused, I think the more simple you keep it, the more confused they get. So we were playing like triple threat one-on-one from the free throw line and kids start bouncing more and all this stuff. So I was like, dude, it's just a jab. It's just a rip. So I do think there's a little bit of value to that, but I don't want to keep it. I don't want to keep it boring. I want I want it to be interesting. I want to throw some uh, new stuff out there and see where we go with this. But one of my favorite effective scoring moves, attacking somebody that you just saw Austin Reeves do it the other day, playing out of a lift. So I think in his clip, he went between the legs and lifted to the left on Giannis and basically got Giannis to kind of slide with him, close the gap a little bit, hit him with a crossover, bumped him one more time and finished. I love lateral lifts, um, whether that's to close the gap, to create Make a, a t-shirt for that. Yeah, I love lateral lifts. Uh, I think it's such a good move. It's great on anybody. It's it's really good on taller defenders. It's good on guards. It's good on whatever. Just getting to something where you get the defender to move out of their stance that they're already in and then landing in your drop stance or your attack stance where you have all your options. One of my favorites for sure. I think the most effective scoring move. If I had the ball and I was in isolation, catch in triple threat. Mm -hmm. And I had to get one shot up and there's 10 seconds left. A jab step three is so underrated. Jab, no dribble, just jab. Jab, no dribble three. The amount of times I've scored on this is great. That's all I mean. That's my high school game right there, Max. It's so hard to guard because if you do it with pace, so if you break out of your cut and you catch it and you reverse pivot, left foot pivot, reverse facing the basket, and I just throw a hard jab right out of that because the defender now has to banana curl their momentum. They're going to stop me to the hoop. And I can throw a really small jab that looks really aggressive because I'm working against my body, and it's open like 90% of the time. The best counter, too. The the best way to get somebody on a pump fake, you hit them with that off the catch, like immediately catch jab, just pump fake, look at the rim, half pump, and they're just going to pop up like nothing. The the second favorite I have is a shimmy rip. I think oh a my jab god, dude! That's so. It, why is that impossible? It literally is impossible to guard. It freezes. I put a post out. It's like this is a little corny of a tagline, but it's honestly true. The best way to freeze a defender: 
shimmy rip. It's the best move because it's you basically push it to the edge as far as you can to mm-hmm. drive. And if you can shoot out of it, which is why the jab step three is a beautiful combo, that little er, kind of throw the shoulders back, but you're still moving forward. Because you mm-hmm. basically, what you do with a shimmy rip when it's done right, is you throw the ball ahead of your weight. So you throw the ball ahead of your weight, keep your weight going to the hoop, and you pull your ball back. Pull the ball back. But your weight's still going to the hoop. You're still going. And then you kind of, it's like, it's like a double rip. So it's like you drop it's and boom, it's... boom, boom. It's a good form of like this idea of misdirection where the ball goes one way, but your body goes the other way. So I, yeah, shimmy rips, man. Jimmy Butler has some of the best shimmy rip clips I've ever had. Him and Joel have some great shimmy rips. Now, here's a question on a shimmy rip: Is it a travel? No. Okay, the rules, so when I the rules say I looked up last night, weirdly enough, yeah, it says if you're dribbling a basketball, NBA rules, you're you have to be putting the ball down before your pivot foot is lifted, which is never called, by the way. No. Um, so the ball it, doesn't have to hit the floor, just needs to be going down. I believe down, downward initiating dribble motion. Got it. Um, in the shimmy rip, the biggest issue, people will slide their back foot a lot. Mm, on the jab? On the jab, they'll shimmy and then they'll splay. The pivot foot that slides, yep. And it's typically because they don't get wide enough on their first jab. Mm-hmm. They'll get too narrow and then they'll push back off that foot and their base isn't secure and they'll just slide the back foot. But it's not a travel, it's just nasty. Okay. I'll I'll go again with another move. Probably the most spammed move on all trainers TikTok and Instagram is the cross jab. So basically like what John Moran does comes at you, switches hands and jabs opposite with his body, another form of misdirection. Again, in transition. Don't know how you stop that because there's counters to it. So if you cut me off, I got spins. I got bump euro, which you just posted a clip, I think, on your story. Remember when you did that against Will? You bumped Old him man, chest, bump took euro. another one, two bump euro. I think a cross jab, whether you blow by or not, puts the player at such a disadvantage, especially when you go downhill like that. Um, a really underrated one, if people are – some bigs are really good at it. It's the – you get in the paint and you lift fake. And on the lift – you get your elbows wide and you kind of re-engage again. Second bump, man. The second bump. Whoa. That one is you the most. You cut me off. I'm going to give you a second bump in the sternum and I'm scoring. The second bump is the most frustrating thing to guard because when you're guarding it, you don't know why they got, how they got open. You're like, wait. <laughs> it's not even a move. It's this weird like. Just a little lean in. Postural thing that just yeah. enough of a nudge that you don't even step back. You kind of shift your weight back as a defender and you're like. That's so annoying. It, you got to be so patient with it too. I, I try to teach this to kids and they do their pump fake and, and immediately just like boom, boom. And I'm like, just let them go up a little bit. Then lean in. You don't even have to hit them. Just lean in, nudge them and then get out. Yeah. You can always just, I had a big would do it where he just dip his shoulder. Cause all dip the, shoulder, the shoulder, that's it. You would just dip it. You wouldn't even step in and you just dip it. So they make contact like a half a foot earlier than they want to. And then you go back. I, I will say, especially with women players, because for some reason, women players and, and some boys players too, but women players, they're being, they're told to like, when they play post defense to put their arms straight up in the air, just put them up. So like give them that second bump, displace them and then fade, or just like sneak underneath their armpit and get that, you know, step through or that little scoop finish. Super easy. Yeah. Love second bump, man. That's a very underrated one. It's hard to teach. It's all feel. Yeah. It's one of those it things you feel. almost can't teach. It's one of those I, things where, like, in the moment, 
some people are either good at it or they're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot um, of shoulder. It's a lot of shoulder elbow. I'm trying to think of some more some more post stuff because that's got me thinking. I, I you know like not a shoulder jump hook. If you can do like a hop step, like protected shoulder, just a little push push hook or a little it's hard yeah. to make. By the way, that's a really hard shot. That's to a make. hard touch shot. Yeah. But if you're a good big and you have that little hop step, and then you jump in with the left shoulder and you're, and you're shielding with the right hand. Yeah. Very hard Bro, to guard. I, I even think for guards, man, such an underrated thing for a guard to be able to you see Jalen Brunson and other good guards do that dribble down in the post and be able to bump and stuff's not hard. So against a guard, even if you're the same size, it's just not hard to do that. To displace somebody or to like bump and get to a little tiny little fade or a push hook. Getting to the shot's easy, I think. Um, I love a good skip step, similar to like a lift, but like more of just skipping off one foot, kind of maybe in transition or off a pick and roll, especially or off a handoff. If you have a uh, a big either switching on you or playing half where they're, you know, help and recover, skip step just to free somebody and push and go. Anything that gives you those options. I can shoot, I can cross, I can explode. Those are my favorite ones. So that lift that we talked about and just being able to skip it in the air off one foot. I like uh, when you are, how to describe this? Catch it. There's two of them. So one is a simple like coming downhill transition and you just do like a lower shimmy one, two into a pull-up where you just basically drop your base. And mm-hmm. as you drop your base into the pull-up, you get like a little, little shoulder dig, but basically yeah, yeah. you're doing it into the jump shot. So it drops the guy into his heels. Yeah. But the other one I like is on offense and you catch it or you're dribbling up and you, you're very upright and you're looking like you're not going to shoot it at all. The totally like you disengage the entire play. Yeah. 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 That's an old man move, like in a pickup game. Yeah, yeah. Where you walk it back up, like to reset from like a wing position up to the top of the key, just turn and shoot it. <laughs> it's like you yep. ass. Like I thought you were yes. gonna shoot that. Yeah. Using body language, eyes, and all that to like to to make it look like you're not up to anything, and then hit them with something. Super underrated. I like doing a. I like doing like push crosses out of that. So you're you're talking about like maybe dribbling up from the wing or the corner and like looking across the floor and then instantly just go push cross uh, back to kind of where you were going. That that one's a, a fun one. Just basically throwing that ball across your chest, getting your shoulders turned and getting low as, as quick as possible. I think one of the most overrated moves is that if you drive right and it's that hard decel on the right leg, into a punch punch, punch drag yeah it's yeah. i think it's so unnecessarily difficult i think it's so it's first off my issue with it often is you're too exposed with your shoulders you're like <laughs> like totally facing the guy are you talking about stopping on maybe your outside foot but also punching and dribbling the ball on your outside foot as well mm-hmm. and not not pulling it back but just like punching right foot right hand yeah and then well and then pulling that back out of it. Yeah. 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 I, I think with a lot of those drag stops where you have an extended stop, it's so important that you have some sort of contact because even if you do get their hips flipped, that to me is not enough to get enough separation for whatever you're trying to do. Typically when kids and a lot of pl- older players, when they stop, they stopped and they create a little bit of separation, but there's not really anything you could do with it. There's not enough space to shoot not enough space to really do anything outside of maybe get some space to pass. Um, and if you're looking to score, I think anytime you can create that contact and then slam the brakes, you're obviously going to create a little bit more separation. So that would be my advice. Anybody that's trying to slam brakes on somebody, flip their hips and give them a little nudge. I think a, a dribble from a righty 
your left, you whatever, left side. Dribble right, hard one dribble, like the mellow kind of the pull-up fade mm-hmm. where it's that short step dribble. Oh, yeah, a little short speed step, a little quick one-two. Yep. And I think that or the KD where it's this, like you jump and then square up mm-hmm. and you're leveraging just the right shooting side to fade a little bit. Yeah. Is a shot you can probably get. Now, coaches don't like it. No. But I think the shot, if I had like five seconds on the shot clock and I need to get a shot off, not like need to take the shot, I'm going to have the highest probability of making if I get open. If I just need to get a shot off, I think a uh, like some sort of a hard look off left, one dribble right with my shoulders like somewhat perpendicular-ish to the hoop mm-hmm. before I shoot, before I lift. So I can make sure I have my space to square yeah. up in the air. That's a hard shot to block because the defender, even make them take one step on that little hard look off, they have to go through your shoulder to get to you. What about you take, let's say you're on the left wing, you're driving middle with your right hand, and you just take two to three hard dribbles on that last dribble. You create that contact with your shoulder, and then you turn and have your back to the hoop almost, or or three fourths to the hoop, and you land on two feet. Oh, the don't have a pivot. The Villanova. Yeah, where you just bump land, and you don't have a pivot foot. You can turn and fade into that, but what I like even better is when you land and then instantly get right to a step through with no pump fake, and you just go bump, land, mm. pivot, and, and step through like that little scoop shot that we had talked about. I see here's, Jan Brunson does that a lot. Here's my late, my greatest late game spam that no coach has ever taught that I hope this actually works because someone hears it. So imagine you're down one with five seconds left, three seconds left. The rule is if the inbounder gets his the ball touched, so if the defense touches the ball the inbounder while it's in possession, yeah, the technical tech, yeah. And so what I would do is I, if I I would hand it to him, but keep my both hands on the ball, like man, this should be implemented more. Like uh, totally bait him to grab yeah, because it. because it's it's technical not, foul immediately. It's an instinct as a defender to knock it out of your hands. Oh yeah, like you just like. Get really close to the line. As close as you can, the ref will let you. And you and just grab here. the ball. And you don't say take it, but you kind of just like look at him like like you're lost almost, like check up. You kind of yeah. just hold it straight out in front. And there's no way. He's not t- he's going he's to touch that. You can even bait him a little bit. Like you can pump fake, pump fake to get him kind of jumping. And then hold it right in front of him. And let him just smack slap the- it. I guarantee you it would work. Beep, going to the line. Thank you, my guy. I, I'm, that is something that I wish more coaches would look to try and do is abuse the fact that most players don't know the rules. <laughs> yeah. How many, yeah, that's good. How many of these moves that we had just talked about, could you actually in your career in college do without getting screamed at jab pull for sure. Right. Jab. Yeah, it depends where on offense. Um, yeah. I mean, not many. <laughs> like a, a, a bump and fade, I suppose. Like if you had an angle and it's like a certain amount of shot uh, clock time. What if you miss the fade though? What a pull up three, he wouldn't care. If I shot a pull up three, he probably wouldn't care. Okay. Okay. Um, Like a little, if I had a ball screen sidestep, I probably would be fine shooting that. A step back off of, mm. if I shot a step back off a pin down. So like if it was an action to get into the shot, it's more acceptable. Mm. Like if I had a pin down right. and like it was a, a curl pin. So like imagine a staggered from basically... Mm corner extended baseline to elbow and i'm running off of like a banana curl curve yep yep and i would just shoot a step back off that that'd be less of an issue yeah um 
but most of them you can't shoot. <laughs> I mean, wasn't allowed. Yeah. No. But okay. A, big, a okay. big man could shoot whatever he wanted, though, apparently. Um. Yeah, I know. That's facts. I think. I think if I were to do some of those, one, my coach would be surprised. So maybe I wouldn't get yelled at. But if I if I were to just be aggressive to the rim or fade or anything like that and, and either have a turnover or miss that shot, probably coming out. So there's some there's some guys on my team that probably could have done whatever. So um How about no, this? I think I think that's a whole bag right there. I got I got a great spam for you. Speaking of coaching spams of like the ball one. Yeah. Is, I saw a team do this. It was a side inbounds. I mean, I don't remember how much time was left. They needed a three, I think. It was like down three. And the coach subbed in two seven-footers to run a triangle of height on the inbounds. So he double-teamed the inbounder with two seven-footers, and he ran a triangle zone. Zone. And basically extended out Genius. to the three-point line. Genius. He just said, let anyone, dare anyone to throw it. Throw it to him, and we'll close out anyways. Yeah. And as the We're bigs, one big would just walled off the baseline. <clears throat> so you literally couldn't throw it. To one side, he just like stood there, and the other big would close off like the front side. So basically, you had to throw it. You throw it in the back court, yeah. Back court, but it was like two seconds left, so you had to shoot it. I thought it was like the greatest play. Freaking awesome! It was hilarious. He couldn't. People need to think like that more. People need to think. And same thing with the hand the ball to the guy in defense or put it out. People need to play to the rules a little bit more. I think. Yeah, I saw him do. Someone did that. I once. I we it happened to (sighs) us maybe or another team. I saw that the sideline yeah, one was I've really good. I've seen this happen before too. Yeah. I've seen an end of game where they need to make like the classic full court. They're gonna run the hail mary Christian Leitner mm. play. Yeah, yeah. And they just put two seven footers on the inbound. The guy can't move on the baseline because it was a dead what ball. What can you do though? There's nothing you can do about that. No, he just like had to throw a lollipop in the air, mm-hmm. and just didn't make it. Basically, that's awesome. No, I think he just. I think that's a whole bag's worth of buckets right there from Max and Shane. No, I like that. You see the Luke Cornette defense where he jumps. I've been doing that against when I when I play against kids. I just literally like I don't close out. I just jump and then they shoot it and I run the other way. <laughs> the eclipse. Apparently, when he jumps, his arm is a foot and a half above the rim, so you lose entire. Damn, sight I'm not there. The I'm definitely not there, but it's a distraction if I do it. I guess. I thought it was interesting. It's like that's it the is goal interesting. Of defense is to to block the hoop, right? So whether your hands in his face. Face or something else. I, I would love to see like multiple defenders like jump to completely like Wimbenyama like jump and completely <laughs> cover the sun. Like you don't even know where the hoop is. Bro, Zion could do that too. I've seen Zion block shots from crazy lengths. He could just jump in the air. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. What? Uh, okay, I got another question for you. All right. If you if you are a beginner and I get the I get DMs all the time and I'm just like, dude, I'm not the guy to ask this question. Kids, maybe they're middle school, maybe they're high school. They want to work on their vert and explosiveness. What is something that if they're baseline, like they have never worked on it, maybe they lift weights generally with their team, something like that. What's like a quick, just brief answer that you could give them? Um, Like jump. Like, just jump more. I, I think a lot of kids don't jump enough. Mm. I think they just play basketball. Jump onto a box. That's not super high. Sure. So you can float up on it. Try and touch the hoop. You'll get a so lot of simple. Yeah, you'll get a lot of progress by trying to jump your highest. And you'll probably cover two to three inches, maybe four in your vertical. Yeah. By just jumping. I think um 
yeah, lifting can help. I remember I was in college and I could squat, I was buck 90. I could squat 380, maybe 360. I could deadlift 400, whatever. Um, but I couldn't hang on the rim with two hands. Yeah. And then it was my senior year. I was really upset. Like I couldn't jump off two feet. I could kind of jump off one because I would just like sprint fast enough, like from far enough Bro, away that eventually, yes, like, this is this sounds just like me. Eventually, like the momentum would carry me enough above the rim to almost dunk it, maybe, but it wasn't like a reasonable, like actual jump. I, I mean, literally couldn't hang on the rim until like my junior year and consistently until my senior. Because I remember doing it over and over my senior year and thinking, this is so cool. Like, wow, I can do this. And it wasn't just like, and that's so embarrassing to say as a college player who's 6'2. I started jumping for some reason when I grew up at that time, they were like, Oh, you can only do so many jumps in season. You'll get hurt. And like this, Ooh, mm. you're going to get hurt from jumping. So we didn't jump enough. And then I was reading my senior year and I was like, I'm going to try these jumps. Like I'm going to jump on things and over things and off of things. And then all of a sudden I could like, I don't know, four inches higher, touch the rim and grab it. And that was when the biggest initial impacts in my ability to jump. Cause what happens is I don't think a lot of people like understand jumping is a skill. And so you have to practice jumping to help you actually jump. I think people just want to lift weights and then maybe they just want to jump on a box, but the speed at which you jump in a game is very different. So trying to jump and touch things is really important. Um, make it fun, like throw frisbees around, jump. It's just make sure you're jumping as high as you can, like jump high. Dude, I had a bet with one of my best friends in high school, or not in high school, in college. And I think it was my freshman year going to my sophomore year. And he said, I'll bet you a hundred dollars and we're both broke. So I don't even know if he had a hundred bucks, but I'll bet you a hundred dollars if uh, you can dunk by the end of the summer. And I was like, dude, done. Because I was already hitting the rim, maybe not slamming it, but like maybe it's like a tip dunk, whatever. And I was like, done. And I was the third highest squat on, on the whole team that stayed that summer. I was like, whatever. I don't even know how many pounds were on the bar, but I, I know that on the list, I was number three. And I was like, this is, I'm just going to keep doing this stuff and I'm going to hammer the hell out of this ball. And, uh, it's like end of summer. And I was like trying to kind of dunk once or twice throughout the summer never really got it clean. End of the summer, I still couldn't do it. And I was like, what the heck, man? I just lifted all of these weights and did all of these, all these strength things. But I, I was definitely just, I wasn't practicing dunking. I had I never did with a ball. And now I always felt like when you put a ball in my hand, I just jumped way lower. Yeah, it's weird. It's because this is your arm swing. So a lot of people have practiced just huh. jumping. And the issue when you have a ball in your hand, you don't have an arm swing. So it's a mm -hmm. different style of jump. And you'll see a lot of big men who can jump, or even a lot of people who like can run and jump and grab the rim. And that's why guys, when they throw like the alley oops themselves, it's kind of like kind of like a cheating dunk because that's the cheat way to that's how I did it. <laughs> like, look, like that's cool, but you're never going to do it. Just jumped game. and tapped it in. <laughs> and, and so one of the big things is like, how do you actually, where do you put the ball when defense is on you? How do you jump around a defender? Maybe not to dunk it, but to at least explode up near the rim. Uh -huh. So I just uh, practice it. Like, I know it sounds so corny, lower the hoop and practice, like go to nine foot. It's not corny, man. It's like, I spent a whole summer lifting weights, putting that all on my back, doing all that, still couldn't do it. And I it's wish little, I would have practiced. practiced that's a little corny, and, though. And that was, I because, wish I, I just wish I would have practiced jumping more like that. But then again, like, how much would it matter? If you jump six inches higher, are you going to score any points? Maybe, maybe not. No, like, no, but I definitely need, want to make dollars like, off my buddy. Yeah, that's fair. You and I need, like, 12 <laughs> inches of a vertical to make it worthwhile for yeah. points. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'd probably be worse player if I could jump at this point, especially. I got to stay lower to the ground. Don't get hurt.
Okay. Um, I love it, man. All right. So I'm going to do a little surprise draft with you here. Ooh. Yep. We're going to do a our era. Mm. And this is in honor of a conversation I have an individual day. You got to draft your top three warm-up songs that you had oh. growing up. Not like your favorite, but like if you had to pick one that if you were to select it, we'd all be like, yeah, that was something we heard in the warm-ups. Yep. Um, I'll let you go first. God, if you want me to go I, first, I can go first. I no, I got it. I got it. It's a uh, guy. We used to have this rivalry with another city that was or in college. Is this is this in college as well or high school? Just only high school. Um, right you can do both. I'll okay, talk. we we're we're in the city with another school, same school or a, or a different school, but same city, and it was put on by Jeezy. That's pretty. So that's a classic. It is a classic, man. But I got I got hyped to that one for sure, especially for that game. The the most common we had is in my draft pick, but the most common we had in college that teams would play was Bobby Schmurder. We had a lot of Bobby ah, Schmurder yeah. being played. Yeah, ah, 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 ah. and then they come out. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> you're like, oh, um, Fort Minor. Remember the name? Remember might, the name? Might be the most like spanned high school one of our yeah. era. Yep. I think I'll go with that for my first draft pick. I'm a so I, I have put on my next one will be the uh, I'm I have a list right here in front of me. It's Bring Them Out by Ti. Oh, that's so good. That's like that's still that, that one is day. like it is. It literally is. That's probably better than Fort Minor. That might be the <laughs> number one. Bring them out. Bring them out. It's yeah. hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. <laughs> wow. I might play that. I haven't heard that song in a minute. Yeah. Bring them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good wow. one. Wow. I don't know if I can even come back from that. I can't believe I left that on the table. That's so good. Um, um, ones I didn't like were like, All We Do Is Win. Yeah, I never liked that one. I wasn't a ever. big fan. Um, they I, they, they they spammed uh stronger by uh Kanye West too a lot, mm. and I think I liked it initially, but then I heard it every game ever, and I think they still play it now. I'm just like, dude, I can't hear this again. That we had um, that's a good one. Bring them out. I'm still upset about that. Like, <laughs> dude, the one that I got most hyped to was when the band would play Final Countdown, and I would hear those, those instruments go crazy. <laughs> that was that was that was the best. That was the best. Warm ups in high school, man. I got lit to the final. Final countdown's pretty good. Uh, that's not. That's actually. That's when you're like of the age that you didn't know that song. Actually, you just know knew the <laughs> intro. Like yep. you were like, what's that one song? That's you're killing me on this. This is like the inverse of the Disney. Did you like? Did you? Yeah. Did you like the band better, or did you like music better? I guess it probably depends on your band, but maybe you. Oh, well, ours, in high ours school, was okay. we couldn't have lyrics to our music. Oh, we ended up really? like, we got banned like my freshman sophomore year. That changes everything. Then. So like we had like shorty low, like no 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> you can still get hype for some of that stuff, but that's tough. Though. Um, what's the one? It's some orchestra something. Dun, 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 dun. I'm saying it wrong too, but it's you know what it is if I said it. Um, yeah. a classic one with like Archie Eversole. Re-re-re-re-re. Oh yeah, that's a good football one too. I hear that every that's a football every one. That football. The, the Roy Jones Jr. Roy can't be touched. Can't be touched. Can't be, that's the, the NFL Madden. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. man. I love can't be touched by Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> I had that on so many burn CDs. <laughs> that and any any Lil John song, 
just would go yeah you know, when that was um the crazy train mm-hmm. one well, that yeah, yeah. that's a good one man i'm so upset with some of some I'm of those still... songs are still being played um to this day let's go if you want yeah. you can get it let me know dude i i took on my brother's car like it was a hand-me-down and i got I was the third person to have it, and they installed these subwoofers. That oh, were just you're a legend for that. Yeah, and there was a switch in front that it was like when the Fast and Furious movies came out. So they put a switch in front that you just click it, and I thought it was so cool. And I would listen to Lil John, like throw it up by Lil John, oh, and yeah. that you couldn't even hear the words. It was just like, doosh. like it was just. That's a great. Like, it was ridiculous. Uh, our era of being a menacing, a menace of a high schooler. Like nowadays, you don't yeah. hear that. You don't no, hear the subs anymore. No. Our era was like fire Bruh. back then. It was so knock so loud that if you're outside, you'd hear like the doors rattle. Bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> and like the entire like rear view mirror was mirror's a- just shaking. That's yeah. when you know you got a good woofer when your mirror was shaking. You would just drive by hoping that some babes would see you driving by with the huge woofers on. And mm-hmm. that's why they'd want to say what's up to you. There's yeah, a great- no, man great era of peacocking when it was just like <laughs> you wouldn't talk to the girls or you would just play ungodly loud subwoofer yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you would have some you, song you would feel you... so cool man you would just like purposely like flip it back a little bit to that one song make sure when you pull up to school that's on the one part of the song yep. that yep. gotta make you sure I... that... i'm at the stop sign i gotta go back to the hip swing by this dude where it just goes bing yeah, you gotta make sure crazy. that that I basically have listened to the same song three times on the way to school, and just it makes sure the hilarious. right time as I show up. And then you have this like is, some... this is the stuff nobody says, but everybody does this. Everybody did that. The also the great part is when you would download off a LimeWire, and like yeah. you would like search for the new music. So like you were like hoping that you could. I remember like finding my big like addition to our school was I was one of the first people to find. I remember this. My friends will deny it, but I remember it. I never found any music, but I found that uh, uh, stunt, stunt, and like stunt, stunt is a habit. Yeah. Get like me. Yeah. I remember I downloaded that on LimeWire, and I was like the yeah. first one to do it because you would like type in on LimeWire like the the best. Chris Brown, the best, yeah, whatever. Like the best were the tags that they throw in there. Like you would get a Lil Wayne song, and it'd be like Young Kings Daily, and then it would just like Southern <laughs> Smoke. Yeah. You're going like you heard it here first. Cuffy chick. It's like all the ones. Oh, that's like, oh, yeah, you got that off LimeWire, didn't you? Oh, my goodness. This thing is so fresh out, you might go to jail for listening. (laughs) It's like all the the ad libs. Yeah. DJ Ill Will. The the beginning and the middle and the end. You just have all these tags. So funny. Yeah, I love the middle of it when it'd be like, so and so productions, like, it, like Dude, it would out. be part of the song after you listen to it. You'd be like, Young Kings Daily, like, after a little <laughs> Wayne, like, you start singing that part too. Ah, that's amazing. This yeah. is the stuff that people don't know about. No, man. My first downloaded song, I think, was Get Low by uh, the e- Lil John and, and the Yin Yang Twins. You know, I remember, I remember playing Need for Speed on GameCube and Get Low. Oh was my one gosh, of the songs. what a memory that is! Need was... for Speed on Game GameCube was a goat game, and oh Get gosh. Low was one of the menu songs. And so, I remember being at a mm. party with friends in like middle school, and we put the GameCube on because Get Low 
would play as the first menu song (laughs) and you'd unplug it and restart it they could keep listening and get low that's so remember that was the initial song we should have we need to have like a video game draft or just have that be a topic man Good, college good we were really really into gamecube double dash mario kart double oh yeah yeah was it yep. like it got really like overly competitive so i had all our basketball players lived in the same like dorm in the yep. hall and we had rankings so you'd be ranked and if you weren't good enough that is to, awesome you weren't allowed to play in our room so someone else had to buy another gamecube because they had to work their way up <laughs> to be allowed to play in our room you can't we, come in max's room we had like man that. i should have went to cole college dude that would have been lit we had like group rankings and my friend <sighs> a good friend of mine who's my wedding was like the best double dash player you've ever seen <laughs> like not even like haha kind of good like you could go into the system and you could play the robots yeah you could play like the fastest he'd beat them. yeah the hardest cc or he whatever yeah whatever not like the no no like it was called a ghost run so you'd go on the map oh. and you would race so like let's say you did dk's whatever kingdom mm-hmm. you would race dk but he was like a ghost and so yeah, like, oh yeah yeah where he's was like, like partially invisible yeah mm-hmm. and he beat them because it was a set the chorus record he would smoke people left and right but he was the king he only lost once to me in like a fluke where he like slipped up hilarious. on rainbow road which he called star road so it was always named star road <laughs> but you remember how... <laughs> they might have had it on double dash too but do you remember like the original uh the original game where yes we shoot each other and you, like, yes. the, the labyrinth and you were like Yes, that's cool. The, the battle, the balloon game, but battle yes. balloons. They that and, so and the original maps, I think, also had like those little cheat code, like you ramp over something. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy that constantly went for that, and he'd get them sometimes. I'm like, this is so stupid, dude. You got to race the track. I'd get so mad because I couldn't do them. You could do one where, like, if you turned off fast enough at the start, yes, it would it was drop you map. behind you behind yep. the the finish line, so you would drive the. Bing, and you get the yep. one lap and you do it again. Ridiculous. Yeah, it was the dirt one. Warrior World. Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. Man, underrated game. Double Dash is that is a good game. That is awesome. That's uh that's that's a great bit right there for anyone who wants to reminisce on I anybody how, that grew up from that time frame, basically. Yeah. I love how our first podcast we filmed today was like the broken economics of <laughs> the NBA in a very serious talk. And this one here is like different. Random. You remember that cheat code? <laughs> yeah. Well, remember NFL Blitz? Blitz. I remember like Blitz is hammering. Blitz was so frustrating. Oh my gosh! But it was it's so fun. Hot take in NBA Street. NFL Blitz is better as a memory than a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the that game fun was terrible. It's no, it's not. Like, there's no purpose. You're just like doing cool stuff. There's no like, you know, I don't know franchise mode or like. There's nothing to play for. It's just individual games. I was a big MVP baseball fan Ooh, with uh manny ramirez uh, in the cover manny ramirez like tessie was the song they play oh yeah you could argue. oh yeah i was the red sox every year i was like hooked on the red sox that year yeah that was in the year they won it all it was yeah. so fun john dowd was, awesome. was the, the, the barry bonds yeah john dowd he was the white oh, righty like he'd the exact it's supposed to make him as opposite of barry bonds so don't get busted for but the same stats just like who is this random guy that just has like untapped power uh, yeah he's ridiculous john dowd and there's another did, guy who played for the did you Red ever Sox. play uh did you ever play nhl hits no i like nhl nhl was a fun game though what I about played a couple ML, of them mlb slugfest 
Yeah, that's a classic. That one yeah, though is a little one. blitzy to me. You know, what I played that I really enjoyed. Definitely. Not recently, but I played like I don't know when I was in college. Randomly yeah. was like ninety two FIFA, and the mm. gameplay was so simple. It was so enjoyable. It was like you just kick it and you just like run and try and kick a goal. Never played it. I oh, played a little well bit of FIFA, but yeah, double oh seven was fun. Double seven was a classic. Great, great game. Um, I like ten eighty ten eighty snowboard. Yep, that was a good one. That was really fun. The that back then, man, you had like some of the best, uh, the best like X game type games where you had the dirt bikes. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. You had all those games, and they all had great soundtracks. I was talking to someone about it. What's the game where you would go like into Blockbuster? To, you could have like a council you could play, and it was like the ATV off roading one. And, like it's like the dirt bike. And like there wasn't any objective, you were just like driving a dirt bike off of like. Yeah, I don't know what that's. I know exactly what you're talking. You about. You would go up the hill, and if you went like up the hill, you're like on like a plateau where like the game had like tapped out yeah, of like yeah. the map. But if you went far enough, it would like launch you. It would like, yeah. and you. I remember just like doing that on repeat for like hours as my yeah. brother went to pick out uh, video games. Something else, yeah, man. I played so many video games, man. I was into like WF back then when I was a kid. Oh, that's oh, fun. I was. I, was I played that. I played that game games. too. You get the cage match and climb to the top. Cage match on Nintendo. I think it was like WrestleMania 2000 or something like that. Such a fun game. You could create your own person. I was locked on. Did that you play kid. that one that was like insane bus or something where like you're like a car, each person's a car, and you like get weapons and you just shoot each other. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, what is that game? It's, I remember there was a guy named Dave and he would call in the aliens. Like his superpower. Like it was he, like heavy metal or like something. Heavy metal, metal something like that. Crazy, crazy yeah. metal, heavy metal. And they all had it like, was just like a superpower. Demo, like a uh, demo derby type game. So sick. That was awesome. Those are good ones. I yeah, do a we draft, should have a. But we had, yeah. we had some good ones here. I think my favorite video game of all time Video game map even is Halo One. It's the second mm. or third map where you had the sniper, and you have to yep. go. It's dark, and it's before you go into yep. the spaceship. That's the single coolest map at the very beginning. We had the sniper. You're taking out the guys, and they're Dude, all like down below. That, when, ha- when when Halo One came out, that I remember my brothers like wouldn't let me play. I would look at that game and be like, "This is the pinnacle. This is the greatest game ever." That and and uh, that game, and then when Yao Ming was on NBA Live that year, I don't remember 2004 maybe or something. I think Vince Carter was on or Jason Kidd was on the cover. When he got on NBA Live, I was like, "Dude, this this is the best basketball game ever created." There's nothing better. We are we have no. we have met <laughs> and everything is downhill from here. Yeah, facts. Yeah. I do think the gameplay on some of those was more fun because it was simple. So like simple, it, yeah. It was just like point and shoot or point and yeah. like run or whatever. And I was like, this is what a yeah. video game should be versus it being I've, I've, I've been a big Call of Duty guy my whole life as well. Mm. I've been locked on COD. I I still play some of it uh, today. I got some uh, buddies that we'll still play with. Call of Duty Zombies. The yeah, second, yeah. The second Zombies, not the original Zombies. You were in the farmhouse. But mm. like the Keener Der Totten one. We yeah, play yeah. that one a lot here. And Where it I, has like the two levels. The one you pack a punch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like the, it's like the original, like when it started to take a level up with the pack a punch and the other stuff. I am unbelievably yeah. good at it. I once played for an hour and a half and just stopped. I got, I can yeah. I think level 55 or something like that is my top. It was like yeah. two and a half hours. We used to play as a basketball team. Oh, dude, that, that was back when you could, you would literally just all get in a room and one or two people would play. And then you'd have 
of everybody else just watching. And it was just like pure entertainment. Now it's like you just Twitch, yell and holler. YouTube gaming and like everybody's just like watching people streaming. That was like the early streaming. You just watch your buddies play and like yell you at them. You have like, random you people from the dorm room who just like appear in the room watching. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? And this would be like in there. You don't even know who the kid is. And you didn't care because he's watching. Of course, dude, you're going to come watch some video games. It's dude, sick. why didn't we start streaming back then? We should have been streamers. Because I said a lot of things. That were way yeah. too wild, probably. You'd be banned by now. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be canceled. <laughs> canceled bullying my teammates. I'm like, dude, you suck. Like, gosh, don't get eaten again now. Yeah. How many times I gotta pick you up? Yeah, the ray gun. Uh, stop dying. Yeah, when I'm if if I'm in Bettendorf this summer, we're gonna we gotta get some zombies in. We I have it here. Like, zombies. AJ in. Green loves it. AJ's a huge Zombs fan. That's awesome. You know who's a huge Call of Duty guy is we play that one. It's uh Ethan Happ. Super really? competitive. We play mono we mono, Nuketown, and we'll play like Ooh. on repeat. And we just you go guys yelling at each other for like screen cheating. Like look no, at my screen. We're all screen totally screen cheating allowed. We just admit it. Oh, it's, it's allowed. Weird. Dude, and that we're... that was another combo we'd have too. You'd put up like a, a curtain or like a piece yeah. of cardboard. And be like, you have to sit with a cardboard above your head, and I'm gonna stand and nobody can look at each other's screen. That's we uh, I love that because you can totally tell like you pop out, like you're, yeah, you're pointing yeah. right at him. He's like leans and goes back in. You're like you're, the, you're such an ass. Like he's like I'm sorry. <laughs> the one guy that doesn't know the map is at such a disadvantage. He's like, yeah, I know exactly where you're at. Yeah, you couldn't even play <laughs> newbie. Launch that grenade right in that perfect area. Yeah, you he's gonna run out or he's getting blown up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, we got to draft one of these. We'll do like a. In 64, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, PlayStation draft. Well, if you guys have comments on that, please let us know. I think that's all we yeah. got for today's episode. Um, it's a good one that we Great covered one. some stuff and fun moves, the best moves you'll do, and then best warm up songs. And, um, you know, some great reminiscing on great video games. Yeah, loved it. <laughs>